Father, Lord, we give you thanks for bringing us to this day, for which we have come to praise you, to acknowledge you as the greatest physician. We pray, you, Lord, that as we assemble here, may you bless us in Jesus' name. Help us to be worthy ambassadors in this world and to use our professional, Lord, to assist in the spreading of your gospel. Bless your word in our hearts and not make us to be just hearers, but also doers of your word. For we pray in the name of God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. Praise you, the Lord. We give thanks to God for bringing us to this Sunday, which we have gathered here to do two things. One, to remember St. Luke's day, the physician whom our Lord Jesus Christ called as one of his disciples. And using that, therefore, to rededicate our medical team for them to continue to do their work under God's grace. And then to confirm this, our young ones here, as true Anglicans, and to be guided by the Holy Spirit to be mature in Christian race. We want to thank God for all our medical personnel, medical and paramedicals that God has been using in our various hospitals and our various medical centers. Today is a day for which we remember you people. There's no doubt that medical profession is a very difficult profession, very taxing. But it's very important for us to remember that somebody like Luke, whom we remember today, was a medical doctor. And in Christ, in his ministry, he made it quite clear. And I think by calling Luke as one of the disciples, was emphasizing to the church that health is very important. And that as far as concerned, in our mission, preached today by the missionaries, CMS, when they, come to, when they came to Nigeria, did not neglect health, uh, uh, let's say, uh, cutting the point. Today in Nigeria here, the first hospitals established in our country today were established by the missionaries. When they came to the eastern part of Nigeria, all of you know Iyenu Hospital. This was established by the CMS as part of their health program in evangelizing because a healthy man is a wealthy man. And when one is healthy, it is then you can be able to shout hallelujah. And DNGS was one of the cardinal points for education. So they came not only to evangelize, they came to educate, and they came also to make sure that people become healthy. And at that time, most of the people that CMS sent to ENU Hospital were medical doctors, volunteers from England who came around to make sure that they offered their services for us. And from there, many people were trained. We thank God in our time today that this vision has not died, even in Enugu Diocese. Apart from evangelizing to the rural areas, for which this adjunctory, medical adjunctory is involved, and very much involved in establishing churches in most of our rural areas. And I want to say that if we count the number of churches you people have founded in the rural areas, it's more than what the churches or other churches have founded. Not only that, apart from evangelizing, we have also established schools. And by the grace of God, most of our schools are moving on. Just between this last week, we celebrated 25 years of our Good Shepherd Seminary. 25 years. And most of our students are now engineers, doctors, 
it was a pride that last two years, most of our students who passed out from Gushaba Seminary came from Texas, from United States of America with their team to offer free service for one or two weeks in our hospital, Gushaba Hospital. So it was, a, it was a pride for us that our students who passed out from our seminary are now medical doctors abroad and could mobilize their team to come to our hospital to exercise some free medical services. So we give kudos to that vision which was established. And also not only that, our hospital, which is the Gushabat Hospital today, is very much renowned. And many people come to that hospital proclaiming the goodness of the Lord, healing being established. And we give glory to God for most of our volunteers and medical doctors and reverends who have been coming to offer their services. And I think that Gushabat Hospital today is a thing of pride that very soon, it shall be a place of residency for medical doctors. So today, we are proud to say that celebrating St. Luke's Day is not just a matter of celebrating for nothing. We can be proud to say that Enugu Diocese has kept to the tenets of our missionaries who have, by the grace of God, given us that idea of medical mission. If you look at Colossians chapter 4, will somebody read Colossians chapter 4, verse 10 to 18? Let's see how Luke was commended there. Because sometimes we don't know the essence for which this Luke or somebody who is a medical doctor is of much importance to those who go out for missions. Colossians chapter 4, verse 10 to 18. Can we get on the screen or somebody to read it? Fellow prisoners, what happened? Yes. Colossians 4. Yes. Verse 10. Yes. Aristarchus, my fellow prisoner. Yes. Greets you. Yes. With Mark, the cousin of Barnabas, about whom you received instructions. If he comes to you, welcome him. And Jesus, who is called Justice. These are my only fellow workers for the kingdom of God, who are of the circumcision. They have proved to be a comfort to me. Epaphras, who is one of you, a born servant of Christ greets you, always laboring fervently for you in prayers, that you must stand perfect and complete in all the will of God. For I bear him witness that he has a great zeal for you, and those who are in Laodicea, and those in Hierapolis. Look, the beloved physician. Now listen to that. Look, the what? Beloved physician. Yes. And Demas uh, greet you. Yes. Greet the brethren who are in Laodicea and Nymphas and the church that is in his house. Now, when this epistle is read among you, see that it is read also in the church of the Laodiceans, and that you likewise read the epistle from Laodicea, and say to Archippus, Take heed to the ministry which you have received in the Lord, that you may fulfill it. This salutation by my own hand, Paul. Remember my chains. Grace be with you. Amen. Thank you very much. Now, I added this passage to the passage that was read about Paul, talking about it was only Luke. When others have departed and left, what happened? Luke was constantly in with him in his ministry. He never left him. And this is a thing we must learn from the consistency of a partnership. 
And we see Luke here as being called beloved physician in verse 14. And this undoubtedly makes him very much a medical doctor. And we could also see him, apart from being a medical doctor, he was the author of the gospel according to Luke. And not only that, Acts of the Apostles. If you look at Acts chapter 16 verse 10, he was a traveling companion of Paul and might have accompanied him until Paul's imprisonment for him to say, I a prisoner. Paul was imprisoned in Rome. And he was not a Jew, but a Gentile. Listen to that about his own background. He was not a Jew, but what? And being a Gentile, therefore, he was a convert. It is appropriate to imagine that this presence of a medical doctor would have been of great importance and service to Paul in his travels. And Luke's medical knowledge, as we knew, must have aided Paul's health in only two measure, in the furtherance of the gospel. You know, Paul was suffering some ailment. Who can tell me what ailment he was suffering from? What? Epilepsy. He was, he was a short man, he was epileptic. And Paul, therefore, succeeded in his ministry because of the partnership and assistance Luke was having to him. And I ask you here, in your various profession as a doctor, as a nurse, as a pharmacist, it's important that you as a medical person must align yourself in a way you can make yourself useful to the church or to those who are in need, particularly missionaries. It's a question we must ask ourselves. What role are you playing in your local church or community for the furtherance of the gospel of Christ as a professional? What role are you playing? It is important that from today, brothers and sisters, let us choose sitting down attitude or sit down look attitude. We must get actively engaged in Christ in one of the church departments. Not only medical people. Some of you can be involved in children's Sunday school, choir, welfare, visitation, counseling, evangelism, Bible study, and by so doing, you will be a beloved person in the body of Christ, as Paul was calling Luke, a beloved person. It's important that we should note that God has given each one of us different talents and gifts, and therefore we must appreciate one another in the gifts God has given to us. Each of us have our own different callings. When Christ was calling people and saying, okay, you go, you go, you go. I say, when you get to a place and they don't receive you, shake off your leg. Many are called, but few are chosen. The harvest is very plenty, but the harvesters are very few. And you can be one of the harvesters. When you talk about ministers of God, ministers of God are only to preach the gospel. There are what they call the priesthood of all believers. And you can offer your own missionary work by the way you use your profession to help your fellow human beings. Don't neglect it. And by that you become a beloved brother, a beloved sister. It is wrong for people who always feel that in their fellowship, only those in their place they call sister or bro. You understand what I'm saying? So only those in their what? In their fellowship they call bro. Have you noticed that? If it's not not in fellowship, nobody calls you bro. It is not right. But again, we must remember that we are all bro and sister in Christ. I must relate ourselves with absolute consciousness of love, and also must make sure that we treat ourselves with passion. Now, coming to those people who are to be confirmed, each of us, in our different callings, have our race to run. When you say you are confirmed as an African member, it's a level of repentance and a level of submission to Christ in totality. You are confirmed under the power of the Holy Spirit. For you who are coming, you are baptized. 
our baptism starts from the western door, admitting you to the fellowship of Christ. And we do baptism for children because Christ said, let little children come unto me, for just is the kingdom of God. And because in African church, we still have a time like this. Most of the Pentecostal churches, they don't do infant baptism because they have nothing called confirmation. But if you look at Acts chapter 8 from verse 14, you find that what we are doing in Nigerian church is biblical. Open it. Acts chapter 8 verse 14. You find out that some people were baptized. And when the disciples and apostles in Samaria got to know that those in Samaria, I mean Jerusalem, God to know that those in Samaria have received the word of God, but have not yet received the leaning of hands, which is confirmation. They sent who? Peter and John. To them, who were the first bishops. And when they got there, the Bible said they prayed. There was, first of all, they received the word. For you to be confirmed, you must accept the word. The word of God must reign in your life. Have you seen it? Can you read it? The apostles in Jerusalem had heard that some people in Samaria had accepted God's message. Accepted God's message. One of the things you must know when you are being confirmed is that you must accept God's message. And that was exactly what happened in, on the day of Pentecost. The word of God came into their heart through the power of the Holy Spirit to convince, convict, and convert them. Three C's. Convict, convince, and convert. And that led to the acceptance of the word of God. Yes? And they sent Peter and John. And they sent Peter and John. Just as I'm, I'm the Peter of today. I'm the Peter of today. When the two apostles arrived. When the two apostles arrived. They prayed that pe- the people would be given the Holy Spirit. They prayed. That is it. That the people may be what? They received the Holy Spirit, yes. Before this, the Holy Spirit had not been given to anyone in Samaria. Yes. Though some of them have been baptized in the Though name of the Lord Some Jesus. of them have been baptized. That is you people now. You have been baptized in the name of God the Father. The Holy God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. Yes, what happened then? Peter and John then placed their hand on everyone. After they had prayed, again, prayer is the matches. If you are not a prayerful Christian, you cannot receive the Holy Spirit. First thing, you must serve the Word. The Word must break your heart. The Word must definitely stir up in you. The faith, the belief, the conviction that Jesus Christ is your Lord and personal Savior. And then prayer follows it up. So, reading the Word of God, praying to God always, and that's it, read your Bible, pray every day, isn't it? Read your Bible, pray every day. And then they laid their hands upon them as I'm soon going to lay my hands upon you. What happened? Who had faith in the Lord? Yes. And they were given the Holy Spirit. And they were, it's not a ceremony. Are you ready for that today? I'm asking, are you ready for that today? Yes. They laid hands and they did what? And they what? They received it. It was an actuality. It was not a ceremony. Praise God that every confession I do, I prepare myself. God, when I lay my hands, let this child receive the Holy Spirit. But it takes two to tango. Don't you are not finished. When you, your heart is not ready for it, you will see it there. If your heart is not ready to receive it, I will just lay my hands. It will be ceremony. Yes? Simeon noticed that the, whole, that the Spirit was given. There was one man there, an Aparakada priest, who has been deceiving people. There are many of them today who go to Abani. Three-story building, three churches. They are ringing bell every Sunday to look for customers. No, it's true. 
they saw what happened, the originality and the things, the authenticity of the power of God. When they saw that Peter and John were laying hands on the people and they were seeing the Holy Spirit, what happened? Yes? So he brought money. Now he brought money. Yes? And said to Peter and John. Said to Peter and John. Let me have this power. Let me have this power. Uh-huh. Then everyone I place my hands upon. anyone I may lay my hands upon will receive the Holy Spirit. Uh-huh. Will also be given the Holy Spirit. Oh, come on. Peter said to him. Peter, adelefele. You and your money will both end up you in hell. You and your money will do what? Both end up in hell. Which means you perish. All of you with this money. I wish men of God today can be able to say that. I don't know people who go to give money to receive power. Or some people come in. <laughs> there was a day one of the Pentecostal pastors says, he said, I've just started my ministry and I, I need you to really pray for me and lay hands on me so that I can be able to function. He brought some cartons of wine. I said, Mr. Man, take your wine and go. If you surprise me to lay hands on you, you are trying to get ordination in secret from me. Because as a bishop, I lay my hands on you. You are ordained, you are ordained in the ministry. Which church do you belong? He said, I have just formed a ministry. Church, you know couldn't. So many churches are there. Come on, come on, come on. Ask him. Even some churches, there's some people who form some, people who form some church in this city. Go to their village. They don't have any Chinese church like that in their home village. They don't have. But Anglican church, if we go an Anglican anywhere go, in we couldn't. Uh-huh. So he said, go and perish with your money. Today, many many men of God are buying powers from talisman from India, from Mami Water, and you think they are prospering. It will fade one day. It is not it's not, it's not authentic. Going to buy powers. Oof, if you touch handkerchief, you, you will be healed. Oh, oh, my brothers and sisters, it is the faith in handkerchief. But one of you are victims. If you buy this handkerchief or you touch my shoe, oh, hallelujah, if you touch my shoe, be healed. Oh, oof, another. Let me tell you, it is not original. Mommy, water spirits, mammon spirits, all these things to cajole people to come to their church. Go and find out most of these churches, most of them have faded away. You go to Lagos, there are some churches that if you don't wear a good suit, you will enter that church. All they talk about dollars, dollars, dollars. Oh, shell, and when they say that, you'll be confused. Oh, brother, there, your suit is very good. God says you give me ten thousand dollars, man. Who told you that? In a man, in a shake. They've all come back to give testimonies of how they were manipulated and extorted in these churches. Who were seen as, I will still come to that spirit of God. So what happened? If you think you can buy God's gift. Peter said, you, if you think you can buy God's gift. Uh-huh, you don't have any part in this. You don't have parts in this. And God sees your heart isn't right. And God sees your heart. Because, because if you are going to receive the Holy Spirit, your heart must be right with God. Yes? Get rid of this evil thought. Get rid of this evil thought. And ask God to forgive you. And ask God to forgive you. I can see that you are jealous You're and jealous? bound by your evil ways. Uh-huh. Simeon said, please pray to the Lord so that what you say don't happen to me. I love that man. What do you mean? I have been on Holy Ghost for many years. Why are you telling me this? But this man said, oh, no. 
Because he has seen the original and Ankebu fake. Please pray for me. That is what God wants. A repentant heart. A contrite heart. If you are going to be confirmed to receive the Holy Spirit, if you don't get rid of this evil deeds in your heart, and be repentant of your heart, and this is where it becomes very much important for those of you who say you are confirmed. In our catechism, it is there. 1662. Those who say, eh, I can't tell you, there's nothing like born again. It's a lie, oh. It's only that in those days, most of, I, I, I don't regret, but I knew when I was being confirmed, it was emphasized. What we are doing there was CPF. Do you know what I mean for CPF? Cram, poor, and forget. We memorize and cram the catechism. We did not internalize it. But when you say, what do we expect from those who will come to the holy table? The Bible says, the Bible says, that they should what? Re-examine themselves if they have what? Repented of their past sins and steadfastly resolved to live a new life. Repentance and new life. Is there? Then who are you to tell me that when you are Greek and church, there was nothing like born again? You did not know what you are doing. Since 1662, before the Pentecost came, that you should repent of your sins and steadfastly resolve to live a new life. If you have not done that, receiving Holy Communion, you are eating on your head. We are not serious. Our Christian race and faith in Icon Church seems to be that of religiosity and formalism. That's why it seems as if miracle is not happening. It's happening. But it depends on the individuality and how you accept the word of God and how you relate to God in your personal way. It's not a corporate thing. Each of us shall give account of our stewardship according to 2 Corinthians 5 verse 10. Each of us. We shall stand before the judgment seat of God. Father and mother will stand. Children will stand. So to be confirmed, you have to be prepared that you have repented of your past sins. And steadfastly resolve to live a new life. It is then that my laying of hands on you will be very efficacious. So he said, please pray for me that all you have said will not come of me. Which means he was ready to repent. Are you listening to me? Now look at First John chapter 4 verse 1. Read it. First John, so that you be careful. Many of you are victims of these um, pastor churches. These boys who pastor. The Bible is willing us to be very, very careful. Very careful. First John chapter 4 verse 1. To be very careful of everything. Spirit, 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 spirit. What does he say? He said, Beloved, believe not what? Every spirit to, but try what? The spirits, whether they are what? Is it me saying it? Oh, Spirit of God says, Spirit of God said, who told you? He's a liar. He's a deceiver. What did he say there? He said, because many what? Many false prophets are what? Are gone out into the world. They are there. Before Christmas now, you see so many posters. One the other time, last Christmas, came to me and said, Abby Shop, I said, can you allow me to use one of your schools to make some prayers? I said, for what? Said, because Christmas is coming, it's our season. We want to do prayers for some people. And then they will do offering almost hundred times. Offering for this, offering for that. Even sometimes they will preach and say, If the Lord has touched your heart, come and give offering to the Lord. You rush to the altar. Yada, 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 yada. Who do they give account to? Who do they give account to? False prophets. 
They see this vision and say, Spirit of God said, you, 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 you. So imagine somebody who has been married for 15 years with five children. Now the person tells you that it's no more your husband. This is the room. You pack out of the house. That woman is living with a prophet. Beautiful woman. When the mother of the lady came to report to me, very soon I will tell I'm going to locate the place and use police to arrest that false prophet. I'm going to do it. Hypnotizing people with false spirits. And my husband did not love me. My husband is this. My husband is so this. And that. You find out for yourself. Pray for, I mean, pray for your husband. There's nothing more than prayer, isn't it? But even though if you go to look for a prophet and they make all this concussion for you, one day it will fade. Then it will be worse. You could see Omaya, Omaya is able two times than one before. Because these things don't work. There's nothing more than the power of God. Jesus did them above all names. That's the person you should report to. Talk to him and he will answer you. And abide in him. He said, you abide in me and abide, abide in you. He said, you will bear much fruit for without me you can do nothing. Anglicans, let us be very careful of the false prophets around. Those who conjure unnecessary spirits. Even some of you girls. You think this bro and these pastors can save you. A 13 year old girl was going for deliverance in Abakaliki there. The pastor raped her. Raped her. Is that the church? Some of you say you are looking for this and they say come to the water to come and bath. You naked yourself in the water. And the pastor will say bend down. Don't look at anybody. The angels are coming to do something with you. It's not Holy Spirit. No angels. There was a video that was circulating. A pastor who took a woman to a bush. I don't know whether I saw that, that video. What is that woman looking for? That a dirty pastor took her and making love with her in the bush. What is she looking for? That happened in the Badon side. I pity when I saw that video in, in the WhatsApp. I said, God Almighty, save his church. We are in the time of deceit. Many will say they have come in the name of God. We are deceitful. Don't be a victim. The word of God is a instrument for you. Trust in the word of God and prayer. And miracles will happen in your life. The person will see vision for you. Has he been able to see vision for himself or herself? What is it that cannot, cannot ask from God? God made the question. Call upon me in the day of trouble. He said, I will deliver you and you glorify my holy name. Psalm 50 verse 15. He says it there. In verse 14 he said, look, as I'm concerned, just pay your vows. You make a vow to God and you, you, you will answer you. So I beg you, not after I've conf- confirmed you, then you get confused. Confirm and not what? Be confirmed and be firm in the gospel of Christ. In Acts chapter 1 verse 18, our Lord Jesus Christ, in allowing the Spirit of God to fall upon the apostles and his church, he said, you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. He said, and you become what? My what? My witnesses. So you are being confirmed to be a witness for the Lord Jesus Christ, wherever you are. You become my witnesses. You begin to own Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and to the uttermost part of the world. And where is your Jerusalem? Your home. If people in your home can detect and be able to find from you that since you have been confirmed, hey, since you be confirmation, eh? Namde. Hey, it is equal to no. That is what people see. A new life. Because if anyone is in Christ, it's what? It's a new creation. Behold, what happened? 
old things must pass away and new things must come into your life. Then you now show yourself as a light. Say, let your light so shine before men. That means what? See your good works. If all of us as Christians will show our lives as light and be a true witness for the Lord Jesus Christ, more than, more than, rather than this, what you call, I call it cosmetic, psychophantic and cosmetic born again. What do you do? What you see today, many people call themselves born again, born again, born again. Come and see that person in the corner. But hopefully, ah, praise the Lord. The Lord is good. Hallelujah. In Acts chapter 11, those who are called Christians, we are called Christians by the people who were observing their lives from outside. That name Christianity, Christians, was not given to Christians by themselves. It was those observers who saw the Christocentric life of the Christians that made them to say, these people are what? They are Christians, Christ-like. That's what it means. Today, if they say you are a true Nigerian, it means you are a criminal. If you are a Christian, I don't believe in good Christian, bad Christian. A Christian should be what? A Christian. By their words, by their fruits, which are what? That is what you should be. You don't begin to deceive yourself. If I say, if you want to tell me that I'm born again, I'm a Christian, I'm a child of God. See it by my action. See it by my way of life. By calling yourself, I'm born again, I'm a child of God. It's self-righteousness. It is self-righteousness. No. Let people see you and say, yes, this one, this madam, this boy is a child of God. By the way you live, by your action. That is what, how that was to happen. But today we profess to be what we are not. Counterfeits. It's a shame. Reveal your life as a father, as a mother in your home. As a sister. What type of life are you living? That will show the every that you are a child of God, you are a confirmed Anglican. A confirmed Anglican will be a witness. In Igbo, or soon you can abundi amam. Mana kari uba ama, aina abazi aseri. Kari ama. That's where I put it. Unu ka abundi amam, kari digini. Same, same, same. You put a same card. It is not right. Ask people, how many text messages that is of scripture that you send to people every morning? Or is it, I love you, I love you. Uh, sister, oh, you are wonderful. Oh, sister, the angel of God says that you are my wife. Who told you? Don't agree on that, oh. Guess, don't be deceived. As a child of God, as a sister in Christ, let your life show in your own school in your profession, that you are a child of God. It's a shame that some of our girls who profess Christ, men are acquiring a shop right. Many of them are coming there to shop right. Omo kufo nego. Omo kufo nego. They are buying nothing, but are now acquiring a paparazzi men. Aristo, Aristo men. And all these uh, Yahoo Yahoo boys. That's what they go and do there. Imagine one person said he stopped one day asked the lady what are you doing doing in this junction he said I'm I'm looking for somebody to hang out you are standing out in the night looking for somebody to do to hang out with somebody I said you're to hang out how about if somebody carries you now that politics is coming please girls sacrifice of girls are now on how about they carry you to go and sacrifice I reject it in Jesus name I reject it in Jesus name so we means she's a Christian. How can you stay at the junction looking for somebody to hang out and say, you reject what Jesus said? You cannot reject it. Because you've sold your bad tribe by quarreling, quarreling. Not when you are in school. 
or when you are about going out, the type of dress you, you, you wear does not show that you are confirmed. A child of God as confirmed should be a repentant Christian. Not to solve them here, I see what I see what. yala. spaghetti. Spaghetti is shimi, shimi. Oh, shimi kunei. Some of you put wivon in your head. Wivon that is bigger than your head. You wear a shoe that is higher than your leg. It is orthopedic surgeon will do work on you one day. <laughs> As for a few women, you are not even ashamed of yourself. You'll be competing with your junior ones. A Christian woman, if you see the way they dress and wear shoes, even women who are Christian women, not dance Christian dance, no. Chucky. And different type of dance. I feel that's why I don't. I don't go to receptions. I feel ashamed. We have lost our Christian values. Jesus Christ is not more being proclaimed. Somebody will making jests like these people call themselves uh, what do you call it? Com- com- um, uh, comedians, and they will be there using the name of Jesus to joke, and we keep quiet. Can do that? Can they do that with the name of Muhammad? They will cut off their head. That's why you see me anywhere I go now. Any jester, or any comedian. That we want to just, that we don't want to joke with any Christians. I will stop him. Unless I'm not there. I will stop him. The, Jesus, the name above all. And you are joking with it and you are keeping quiet. And you are, ah, you are laughing. Even your children, girls, will be wearing indecent dress on the stage and we are laughing. I will think that is that. What is wrong with Christians? Can you ever see Muslim girls doing that? Even though some of them are very, 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 very bad. Some of these Muslim girls are worse than Christian girls. Only that the father put in the But we must be very careful and train our children to be in the real Christian way that we show that we are Christ-centered. It's a shame. Confirmed but confused. Now open to Ephesians chapter 5. Start from verse 14. Ephesians chapter 5 from verse 14. So you be very careful of how you live in this perilous time. Ephesians chapter 5 verse 14, even verse 1 says, it said, be what? Imitators of Christ as God's own children. But it comes to verse 15, it says, wherefore, he said, awake thou that what? That sleepest and arise from the dead, and Christ shall what? Shall give thee what? Go ahead. See then, yes. Act like people with good sense and not like fools. There are evil times. Now, so make that simple Bible, I love it. Even good news. Is it act like people who have what? Good sense. Uh-huh. And not like what? Like fools. Because of what? Yes? Be- there are evil times. Because we are in evil time. Uh-huh. So make every minute count. Make every minute to count, yes? Don't be stupid. Don't be stupid. Uh-huh. Instead, find out what the Lord wants you to do. Bend down and find out what the Lord wants you to do. Uh-huh. Don't destroy yourself by getting drunk. But don't destroy yourself by getting drunk. Some of our guests, if you see the way they get drunk, uh-huh. and even our men, yes. But let the Spirit fill your life. Let the Spirit fill your life. When the Holy Spirit filled. Uh-huh. When you meet together. <laughs> when you meet together. Sing psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs. Sing psalms and what? Hymns. Yes. Songs. Uh-huh. As you praise the Lord with all your heart. As you praise the Lord with all your heart. 
Not uh, the, 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 I was telling some students and not the one I told you here, but some people when they wake up in the morning, the only song they know is also cause one ya because where ya bang bam. Only when they where ya because where ya bang bam. In the compound in the hostel, also have a in the morning. Does that song encourage anybody? Why not in the morning to begin to sing in the morning, early in the morning, in the morning, I will rise and praise the Lord. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning. Your enemy will even think you are saying good morning. I say good morning, oh. But also, because one be hungry, God has We must be very careful. The songs we sing. If you ask some of our children now, many of them don't know how to sing hymns. But if I ask you now to sing, I heard Jesus the quote of head. Can you sing it? Even sometimes when they sing choruses, some of the choruses are not theological. These are the things we must be able to know. Sing songs and psalms. These are things we should teach our children. It's a pity if you don't take them. In future, in few years to come, Christianity will be extinct from this nation. Because our young ones are not being taught seriously about the things of God. Socials have taken their minds. Our catechism, our Bible study, where has they gone, God gone to? It's a pity. Let us not begin to deceive ourselves. And then finally, Romans chapter 12, verse 1 and 2. That's why I'm going to close. Romans chapter... <coughs> it says, I beseech you, brothers, isn't it? Brethren, by the mercies of God, say what? Present yourselves as what? As a living sacrifice, holy and what? And acceptable to God. And then it says in verse 2, do not conform to the standard of this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind. What God requires from us as confirmed students, confirmed children, a serious Christian, is transformation. Not conforming. Conforming can bring serious of condemnation. But today we conform. We conform to the standard of this world. Nobody can distinguish us again from Christians and those who are non-Christians. It's a shame. Do not conform to the standard of this world. Be what? But be transformed by the renewal of your mind. Be bold with your Christian faith. Run the race courageously. And expect the crown of glory. Let me tell you. Follow Christ. Follow Christ. Let the Holy Spirit rule your life. Read your Bible and pray. Don't imitate your dad and mom you. Ephesians 5.1 What does it say? Be imitators of Christ as God's own children. Who will you, who will you imitate? Eh? As God's own what? Are you children of devil or children of, of Jesus? Are you children of light or children of darkness? Eh? And so if you are children of light, you must walk in light. When you get to home, read Second Thessalonians chapter 4. Hmm? You will see what is telling about living a light, life of light and lack of darkness. And Romans chapter 8 verse 6. He who lives the life of the spirit will have life. But he who lives the life of flesh will what? Will see death and condemnation. But he who wants life and peace you live a life of the spirit. And I pray God will help you in Jesus name. Amen. My dear brothers and sisters remember what you are. We are not a Christian race. And all of us should aspire that we shall one day give account of our stewardship. Let us run this race of Christianity with absolute conviction that we know whom we are serving. 
Coming to church will not save you. What means when you come to church, then be able to worship. I say, When we speak the word of God to you, let it touch your heart and repent. Come to the Lord Jesus and render yourself for the service of God. Whatever profession you find yourself, medical or any profession, God has called you into these professions to serve him and to serve humanity. Don't think that you are doing it and nobody is going to pay you back. No. God is going to pay you back because he knows that you are serving him. And don't serve and do it with grudge. Whatever you are doing, do it with absolute humility and service to God and God will bless you. Whatever you feel you are doing as a professional, pray that God Almighty will use you to be a partner in progress for God's grace and God's glory. And I pray for you as you are standing that God Almighty will use you mightily in your various professions to meet the needs of the people and humanity. May the Lord bless the work of your hands. May the Lord transform you to live a life of Christianity that is worthy. May the Spirit of God guide and lead you and make you strong. And may the blessing of God be upon you and your profession. In the name of God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit.